In June, the U.S. Supreme Court is expected to ban the consideration of race in college admissions. The ruling would hinder highly selective universities that are trying to make their traditionally white and wealthy campuses more racially inclusive. And it may force them to take a hard look at policies working against this goal, like giving preference to family members of alumni. WBEZ's Lisa Phillip reports. Every year, thousands of applicants with stellar GPAs and long lists of extracurriculars vie for a limited number of seats at the University of Chicago and Northwestern. James Murphy is a fair admissions advocate with the nonprofit Education Reform Now. They get a huge pile of students, a huge pile of applications, and for sure a bunch of them can be just swept out. Like, it's like, no, like there's you're not you're not in consideration, you're not in contention. But there's still you know, for every spot, probably like five, six, seven students who could fill that spot. So once they get past academic qualifications, Murphy says, admissions officers look at other traits to differentiate applicants, like a student's race or whether they are related to an alumnus. The latter is known as legacy status. Critics say it unfairly restricts access to schools that educate some of society's most influential decision makers. There are these tips or tiebreakers that push you into a category, right? In the, in the same way, like once you're in this pool of hyper-competitive, super-qualified students, any one little thing can make all the difference in the world. Data reported by U Chicago and Northwestern show the universities give as much consideration to legacy status as they do to race, but neither is weighed as heavily as academics or extracurriculars. It doesn't come down to like, are people who aren't qualified getting in through legacy? It's is legacy a good way to break a tie, right? Is legacy a good way to decide between two incredibly qualified, super talented students? Murphy doesn't think so. And more and more university leaders seem to agree with him. Over 100 selective institutions have ended their legacy admissions policies in recent years. Murphy says others may feel increasing pressure to do so after the Supreme Court rules on race conscious admissions this June. The justices are expected to bar universities from considering race when selecting students. Murphy says that may force tough conversations among university leaders. We're not allowed to do that. We're not going to consider that anymore. But we'll still consider where your mom or your daddy went to college, right? Um, We'll still give this birthright advantage to people. That just seems to me an impossible position for any ethical institution to, to hold. Top officials at Northwestern and UChicago declined to comment for this story. Leaders at other selective universities have defended legacy admissions as a way to maintain and build community among their graduates. Alex Siskin thinks they're motivated to hold on to it because of a desire to keep alumni close. Siskin leads an education research group based at UChicago and wrote an op-ed opposing the policy. Let's create generations of students and, you know, build families that are connected to the university. And I think there's uh, an assumption that those types of connections, you know, yield or lead to donations. University presidents and trustees may also fear backlash from alumni who want to build their family's connection to their alma mater and want their children to receive special consideration. UChicago student Alana Nee says that was the case for her dad. He went to U Chicago years ago and hoped his daughter would go there too. He had a great time in Chicago. He wanted what was best for me. He really believes in U Chicago as an institution. As Nee got closer to applying, her dad donated more money to the school. She was admitted last year. Even though she may have benefited from legacy admissions, 
and is aware of the financial and academic motivations behind it, she doesn't support it. The main argument I've heard for legacies is that, you know, kids who are legacies are more suited for the university from just like a value standpoint or like care more about the university or like, you know, are willing to put more work, like some, or something about values and stuff like that. But if that's true, Ni says, that should show through your application and the end result should be the same. Historians say legacy admissions began about a hundred years ago. Jewish and immigrant students had started applying in larger numbers to Ivy League colleges. Leaders at those institutions wanted to keep their student bodies white and wealthy. Giving preference to applicants related to alumni did just that. Some, like Seaskin, say it still does. By design, it's meant to keep the students at an institution as static because it's trying to draw explicit connections between generations of students that go back to times when there were more explicit policies about who could and who couldn't access selective colleges. Universities are not required to report the number or demographics of legacy students they admit. But data made public in a lawsuit against Harvard reveal the disparities the policy can perpetuate. That school's most academically accomplished legacy applicants were more than twice as likely to get in than equally accomplished peers from low-income families. If we care about closing the racial wealth gap, then we have to look at who is admitted to our most selective higher education institutions, because getting access to those institutions is the most, uh, you know, is the clearest pathway we have in our society to becoming wealthy. In recent years, UChicago and Northwestern have boasted of their efforts to make their universities more inclusive and equitable, including large increases to need-based financial aid. But both schools have seen their share of black students grow only minimally to 6%. Seaskin doesn't blame legacy admissions entirely, but he says it certainly doesn't help. He wonders why UChicago and Northwestern have held on to the policy while other selective universities have dropped it. The question for both of these presidents is, uh, you know, do you want to lead or do you want to follow? If they truly want to make equity and inclusion a priority, he says, ending legacy admissions should be their first step. Lisa Phillip, WBEZ News.